What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Rabbit's Take Podcast. This is uh, your host, Jack Sperry. It is Monday, June 13th. Uh, game 5 of the NBA Finals is tonight at 8 o'clock on ABC. Stanley, it's going to be a good week. The Stanley Cup Finals begin uh, on Wednesday. Uh, college baseball playoffs are starting to heat up. UConn is taking on uh, number 2 ranked Stanford today at 3. Stanford could go down. And same thing with number three Oregon State as they take on number fourteen Auburn today at six thirty, also on ESPN two. So let's jump into uh, the NBA Finals game four um, on Friday. So Boston got out to another hot start with uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum hitting shots, and you know just they're moving the ball well. Very good start for Boston again at home, but then around the second quarter there. Steph Curry just simply took the game over. He had he ended up with 43 points, shooting 14 of 26 from the field, 7 of 14 from 3, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. Just a completely magical night from Steph Curry. Um, if he ends up winning this finals, it's going to go down as one of the greatest performances in finals history. Um, and right now, he is simply carrying this Warriors team on his shoulders, practically single-handedly. Uh, he was, I believe he was the second highest rebounder on the team in Game 5, or Game 4. And, you know, that's just absolutely insane. But, you know, my thoughts on the game, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, once again, they shied away from the big moment. They deferred to Marcus Smart and Al Horford and Derek White late in the fourth quarter and you know that just that just can't be the way that it goes Jason Tatum is definitely one of the 10 best basketball players on the planet today he needs to be able to match Curry shot for shot and right now in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter um, he's just not stepping up the way he needs to in game three he did hit some pretty big shots same thing with Jalen Brown that's why they won but they completely disappeared at the end of game four and that's why you know, their backs are against the wall here. Um, Draymond Green, at this point, has become an absolute liability for Golden State. He, is, he has more personal fouls than points at this point. And, you know, his defense is really the only thing that's really keeping him in the starting lineup. He's throwing, he's, you know, he's, he's had some bad turnovers here in the first couple of games of the series. He's not scoring the ball. And when he's trying to score, he's, he's forcing tough shots. Um, right now he's he's not playing well and he admits it you know at the end of pretty much every single game he's he's said that he has not played well um, and that he's agreed with Steve Kerr taking him out at the end of games and you know it's not enough if they can get a, a, a boost from him uh, that'll take a lot of the pressure off of Curry if he if he can just get up to 10 points you know just get some easy layups um, that'll, that'll do a lot of good for this team and right now he's getting dominated by Robert Williams when he's in the game when Robert Williams for the Celtics is in the game Draymond Green is just he's getting dominated he's just too small and you know at this point he's just become a full-blown liability for this team and he's one of the reasons why Boston still has a chance in this series um, and then you look at the other players that are trying to help Curry Wiggins and Thompson and then Poole you know they all they all need to play better um, you know, Thompson ended up with 
let's see here, that he ended up with 18, Wiggins ended up with 17. Now Wiggins is definitely providing some value on the defensive end. You know, he's pretty much locking up Jason Tatum there. He's one of the reasons why Jason Tatum doesn't have the ball in his hands there at the end of games. Um, and then Clay Thompson, you know, really no excuse for him. Both of them shot seven for 17 from the field. Uh, Thompson went four of 10 from three, Wiggins went two of six. Wiggins was the leading rebounder for the Warriors with 16 rebounds. Um, so not terrible. And then Jordan Poole, you know, he got double digits, 14 points, six, but only 6 of 13 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3. So it wasn't a great performance for Joel, from Jordan Poole, especially early in the game. But, you know, you look at this Warriors squad, and the, Steph Curry just doesn't have a ton of help offensively right now. Wiggins and Thompson are having a tough time hitting shots. Draymond Green is a complete liability on the offensive side of the ball right now. And they benched Kevon Looney, who has been one of the uh, more efficient scores for them in this series. I really hope uh, for their sake that they start him tonight because he has been the only person that can really match Robert Williams' size and, and, and physicality. And with, with that, Looney's really the only guy that can really uh, secure uh, really athletic buckets at the rim. So, you know what? Right now, Stephen Curry is on track to flat-out carry this team to an NBA championship against a more talented opponent in Boston. And if he does that, he I mean, his legacy as someone that doesn't show up in the finals, you can just erase that because, you know, he is really, this is really his moment. He's really stepping up. He's really embracing this moment here as his own. And if he continues here in these next three games or two games to really uh, – to really explode offensively and hit these just ridiculous shots from behind the arc. Um, he's going to, you know, this will be his series. This will be the series that we remember as the Stephen Curry series, and it's going to cement him as possibly one of the top ten greatest players to ever play this game. Um, he's already arguably one of the most influential players of all time. I mean, I, it, you'd be hard-pressed, maybe besides Michael Jordan, to find somebody that's impacted the game of basketball as widespread as Stephen Curry has. Um, in terms of a cultural icon, Curry is definitely one of the uh, more well-known players in NBA history. Um, but this series, if, if he's able to pull this off, if he's able to beat this Celtics team, which is, a, uh, in my opinion, a more dynamic uh, and just an overall better uh, team overall, if he's able to beat them without the kind of help that you know, you're, you're used to seeing from a Golden State, you know, with Thompson not shooting well, Wiggins isn't shooting well, Draymond Green is nowhere to be found offensively. If Curry is still able to beat this team, um, despite the lack of help, it'll be one hell of an accomplishment. So moving on to game five here, um, it's a really tough call for my prediction, um, but I'm going to go with the Celtics tonight. Um, but I am no longer confident that they're going to win this series. Um, after game one, I said that I was really, really confident that the Celtics were going to win this series. And all the way up until game three, my opinion on that had not changed. But after seeing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown completely disappear in game four, I am very, very worried for the Celtics now. Um, now, they are the best team in the league when coming off a loss, which is why I have them winning tonight. Um, and another reason why I have the Celtics winning tonight is I'm not sure Curry is going to be able to duplicate uh, that magical performance that we saw in Game 4. Uh, so just playing the numbers here, I think that the Celtics will end up pulling it out tonight. It could be really close, though. 
but it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Golden State win this one because Draymond Green back on his home court is going to be able to get away with a lot of the excess contact um, you know the tackling and the throwing guys around that he likes to do so um, he might not foul out tonight you know which would be kind of crazy but <laughs> uh, by no means is it a sure bet for Boston tonight Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown need to step up um, and then the supporting cast Derek White needs to shoot better he has not shot well in this series Al Horford at times has shot really well but at other times has, has, has just not been able to find uh, the hole and Marcus Smart has actually been a surprise uh, plus offensively for them. He's going to have to continue to do that tonight as well if they want to win. Um, but I need to see, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with Boston at least one more game here. If they if they lose tonight, I might be jumping ship here. But um, as of right now, I'm, I'm still keeping my uh, faith in Boston. So now moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, they start Wednesday night. Uh, it's Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche have not been back to this stage since they won the Stanley Cup in 2001. Uh, so, you know, they're hungry. and But Tampa Bay's hungry too because they've won the last two Stanley Cups. And they're looking to become the first team in over 40 years, 40 years to three-peat. I mean, hockey's an incredibly difficult sport to win multiple championships in a row. And Tampa Bay is looking to make history this year by being the first team in over 40 years to, I mean, that's that, that's absolutely insane to win three straight Stanley Cups. And if they do it, they're going to become one of the most iconic dynasties in the sports history. Um, so Colorado has two Stanley Cup uh, championships to their name in franchise history, but they haven't been back since 2001. Uh, lots of inexperience on this particular stage, but they, they have roared through the playoffs. I mean, they swept the Western Conference Finals. Um, and, you know, they're a very well-rounded. They have excellent chemistry together. Uh, I think that, you know, the inexperience could play a factor in this series, but they're ready for this stage. Um, but looking on the other side there, Tampa Bay, in my opinion, has the experience, the goaltending, and the overall star talent advantage. They have the best players in this series with their goaltender and with Steven Stamkos. Tampa Bay's goaltender, by the way, is arguably the best goaltender in hockey today. Uh, but you look at Colorado, and perhaps they have the more well-rounded roster, you know, with their uh, second and third lines is really where they're going to have the advantage, in my opinion. And then they also have home ice advantage because they had the better record during the regular season. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay in six games in this series. Um, I just think that their experience, the goaltending, um, Stamkos, and the, the, the real star power that they still have on this roster is going to be enough to get them over the top. Um, if Colorado is going to win this series, I think they really have to win it in their second and third lines. And, you know, I just think that Tampa Bay's goaltender is good enough to uh, prevent that from being a factor in this series. So I'll go with Tampa Bay in six. I think Colorado's, uh, I'll give Colorado its due and give them two wins in this series. But in the end, I think Tampa Bay uh, at home in game six will take home their third Stanley Cup final or their third Stanley Cup. And, you know, this has been an incredible run for this squad. And, you know, I... I'm a fan of history. I'm a fan of teams making history, and Tampa Bay certainly has the opportunity to do that, so I will be rooting for them in this series for sure. 
So a big surprise yesterday in college baseball. Unranked Notre Dame upset the number one team in the country in Tennessee in the college baseball super regional. They beat them 7-2-3. And today, both the number two and number three teams in the country in Stanford and Oregon State are on the chopping block today as they face elimination. Um, So, you know, it's just a ton of upsets going on in this year's Super Regionals. North Carolina lost yesterday as well. Um, I think to an unranked opponent as well. But, uh, you know, you look at this going on, and people are loving it. People are eating eating this stuff up. All the, you know, all these unranked teams that are really competing here in the Super Regionals. It just goes to show you how even uh, the playing field is when it comes to college baseball right now, and it's really fun to watch. I mean, never know who's going to win, who's going to not, you know, who's going to fall. Uh, but people love upsets, man. They People just fall in love with Cinderella teams like Notre Dame. And, you know, the reason why that is is because it's, it's, it's inspirational. You know, you have this team that's supposed to win and supposed to just run through the tournament, and all of a sudden, you know, a team that's not even ranked in the top 25 unseats them, you know, and ends their season. You know, it's... You know, it's the classic David and, Goliath, David and Goliath story. And it's, you know, it's inspirational to a lot of people. So, you know, the Fighting Irish, what a story that they've had, man. They're unranked and they're going to the College World Series. Um, they've captured the imaginations of the country right now. And they'll be heading to Omaha with a whole lot of people behind them. Um, because there's something to be said about taking down the number one team in the country. Uh, they are uh, the Cinderella team to look out for, in my opinion. And speaking of uh, college athletics here, let's give a shout-out to Oklahoma softball here before we wrap up the show for winning their second straight NCAA title. Um, They're going to go down as one of, if not the greatest, uh, softball team in NCAA history uh, with the combination of fantastic pitching and hitting that they had on their roster this season. It's been, you know, Jocelyn Allo is one of the greatest uh, softball players to ever play. Uh, women's women's college softball so it's you know it was great to watch them it was great to see them make history uh, the other night and you know I just wanted to give them a quick shout out here because it's uh, I haven't been on the air since they won the title so that's going to do it for me today guys I appreciate all the love appreciate all the support for for uh, the start of this channel and the the start of the podcast here so uh, without further ado I'll see you guys next time peace